A couple of weeks ago, we featured an interview with Rore Hapipi, or as he is known by his published name, Rowley Habib. He explained in the interview that he grew up in Orua Nui Taupo with no books. Which could make you wonder perhaps why he took to writing when the written word was scarce. Well, Rore went on to become one of the country's most celebrated writers. A similar story with writer Alan Duff. As a kid, he split his time between his mum and dad. One house had no books and the other filled to the brim. It was that reason that fueled part of Alan Duff's plan to get books into the homes of kids from low-income families. That was 20 years ago, and Duffy Books and Homes is a resounding success. Eight million books have been given away to hundreds of thousands of tamariki. Uh, the world operates on the, on the written word, and if you don't want to be part of it, then you're, you, are, you are willfully making a decision that you want to opt out of even attempting to be a success in society. <clears throat> and while somebody might like to do that as an adult, I don't think they've got any right to choose that on behalf of their children. Mm. Uh, and it, I feel so strongly about it that I, th- it's, I, th- I would say that if the children don't uh, ha- have books in their homes, then they are almost guaranteed to have a fairly average future. And that's not what we want for our Duffy kids. And I happen to um, uh, be... Uh, almost a fanatical believer in, uh, in Māori uh, potential. And I'm not going to sit back and be politically correct or be told mm. what to do. Mm. Uh, I'll let them do all the talking and, you know, our lot will do the walking. <laughs> so 1993 is when it all began. And yourself, and I understand that you co-created it with... Um, no, I didn't, co- oh, you... I didn't co-create it with anybody. Okay, so Christine... My, yes, I created... I, it was my own idea... And um, and Chrissy Furnihoe came lo- along later in the right, piece okay. and did a dynamic job, I may add, but mm-hmm. it, it is my idea. I operated it privately with my own funds um, for the first year at a school in uh, Hastings called Camberley. Uh, I've been going there for 20 years, and um, and I guess I'll keep going until I've got no more. You resided in Hawke's Bay? I lived in Hawke's yeah. Bay, and that's... And that's and so twenty years ago is where I started the program, and um, and of course we were only small. Uh, Chrissy Furnihoe came along and added that X factor. There's an, a, absolutely no question, um, and a whole lot of people then contributed. Uh, Main Freight was has been the biggest contributor of all, um, uh, more so than than myself. So it is not uh, it's not a, a sort of a contest of I started it. No, I started. Mm-hmm. I co-founded it. No, I didn't. I did, and so on and so on. It's, right. It's been a team effort. How did that take off back in twenty years ago? Twenty years ago, it, yes, it, it 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 took off. But I I also had a backup thing. I was um, uh, kids. I was paying for sk- kids music lessons and acting lessons or whatever they were doing. Um, I was I was doing that privately as well. They knew I was they knew that I was there for them and they knew I would, you know, I I would stick by them. And of course, I'm still there t- 20 years later. Um I also knew it wasn't about glory and mana munching and uh, all the other stuff. I I just knew that we just had to a bunch of us had to get together and commit ourselves to this. 
and then just get the job done. And so therefore, uh, that's that's why we all we all pr- probably uh, below the radar on on this, but it doesn't matter. I mean, but the numbers are pretty impressive. A hundred thousand kids. Hundred thousand kids. Yeah, five hundred and twenty-one low decile schools, um, over two hundred early childhood centres from way up north to the, to Bluff. Duffy Books and Homes is a success story. Uh, yeah, absolutely, um, and it's a success one because the idea was was fundamental and sound. Um, we also made it about choice. We weren't going to come along and tell them. Uh, that we knew better. They choose their books. Uh, it was about ownership, so every book arrives with a sticky label in it saying this book belongs to so-and-so, so they feel... And it's about magic, so therefore they get brand-new books. And then it's about role models, because we send... or we ask, you know, all blacks or rugby players or netball players or television stars to go along to the schools and um, press on them not only the importance of reading, but we have a couple of little um, sayings that, um, you know, it's it's cool to read and it's cool to achieve. Mm. And we've been hammering that message for the last 20 years relentlessly. And, of course, um, we've been growing while we've been doing it. So it's been a wonderful journey, believe me. Some of the, looking at looking ahead 10 to 15 years from now, some of the kids will be, you know, the kids today will be at uni, university. Is it your hope that the kids will take reading well into the adulthood? We've we've already got kids um, who were first on the right. program that yeah. are that have gone to university. In Camberley, for instance, no kid had ever had a tertiary education. Now we've got heaps that have um, who, you know, like I, it was about eight years ago, I took three uh, who were at Teachers tra- uh, Training College. And, um, you know, we so we're getting kids that are wanting to go to university, and that's what we're on about. We're not trying to ram uh, culture down their throats. We're just trying to say to them, get educated, go out and have a good life, look after your wife and family and, you know, whatever, just be a decent citizen. So, Alan, as a, obviously as a, as a writer, you've written several novels now. Do you believe that to, to write well, you need to read a lot? Uh, well, I absolutely, and, and I'm here with a double purpose. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here promoting my new novel, uh, Frederick's Coat. Coat, yes. But um, uh, there's no such thing as a writer who hasn't read. Uh, it is impossible. Uh, it's it's like uh, no one would say, well, you can go and play um, test-level rugby and, and never having even picked up a rugby ball. Mm. Well, it's exactly the same. Uh, you've got to read and read and read and then write literally millions of words before your first novel gets um, accepted. Because you were first published at 40. I was first published at 40, thank God, because, you know, I thought I'd missed the boat. And, um, you know, and I came so close to missing the boat because I, be, I had been a loser before. I was a loser in my whole outlook, and um, and yet I had all this talent. Mm. But I kind of, even as I was writing it, I, I, I hid it from the guys I was playing rugby with. And, uh, you know, I was still locked into that silly man's culture so it was easy yeah. for me to to create a character like Jake the Muss because I you know I knew how he was and uh, so much of Jake the Muss for example is that he was he is what he is not because he was horrible it was because he didn't know any better 
in the age of technology, being books are, you know, they're so tactile, turn the page. I mean, does Duffy and Holmes um, foresee how technology will replace books? Apps, reading on iPads, iPhones? I, I imagine that that, that will happen, um, but I, I think that books won't ever go um, out of fashion because mm. it assumes... See, we're not dealing with kids that can go and that can afford iPads. That's right. So they are sure as hell ain't likely to go out and and, and get all their books on on iPad, and and nor are we going to say, well, here's a free iPad. I don't think books will ever go out. Uh, they certainly will not go out at universities. But yes, but the world is changing, you know, and has been changed by the internet. No question. Excellent. Um, these the books, Duffy books and homes. Some of them are Te Reo Māori books. Yeah, yeah, yep. we got. Yep, we got a got a you know a pr- pretty wide range of pretty broad selection. Um, and you know if the we ha- we are only too happy if the children choose those or or they choose uh, something on the NBA basketball. We don't, as I said, we we don't. Uh, we don't have any say in what they choose. Mm. The, the choice is theirs.